0: Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. I pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. May God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. It is now uh, that part of the annual meeting when we hear reports from our wardens and treasurer uh, and the rector. And it is my uh, delight and pleasure to welcome, for the first report, Senior Warden Davis Fry.
1: Good morning. My name is Davis Fry, and if we haven't met, it's because you don't have a problem or haven't had a problem over the last (laughs) two years, so thank you. This is my last official act as Senior Warden of the Chapel of the Cross, and I've had some great suggestions about what I should do today. I've been called a lame duck by one of my good friends. My brother-in-law suggested that Martha and I have a helicopter waiting to take us away, <laughs> like the Obamas. My favorite came from my father-in-law, who suggested that I have pardoned certain members of our family. So for whatever it's worth and whatever power I have as senior warden, which I promise you is not much, Tommy Robertson, you are pardoned.
2: <laughs> You're
1: welcome. It has been a great and rewarding experience being the senior warden of the Chapel of the Cross. What a wonderful two years it has been. I laughed with Martha when I first took this post. I got a lot of shaking heads and apologies from members of the parish because the truth is when you get to be a senior warden, you get to pull back the curtain and see the inner workings of the church. And sometimes that's not so pretty. But I'll tell you what I've seen is a healthy parish full of loving people with a sincere desire and a sincere passion for God, for our church, and for each other. And it truly has been a rewarding experience. And I thank you all for that. It's only been about three years ago when I served on the search committee with Cheryl Welsh and her great leadership. And we were working on a parish profile. And one of the things we had to include in the profile at the, really the request and requirement of the diocese, is that we have a history of conflict at the chapel. And I I thought we did a really nice job of hedging in our parish profile. (laughs) And we said that the chapel has experienced some unhealthy division, consuming resources that would be better served, moving our parish forward in a positive direction. What I found was that we have a reputation of standing our ground and not always agreeing with the diocese. However, you know, it's great looking back with uh, the knowledge that I have now. I'm here to tell you that that may have been our reputation in the past, but that is not who we are today. When there has been a disagreement, and we are a diverse group, and there have been disagreements on our vestry and with each other, When there are disagreements, they're healthy ones, they're valid ones, and they all come from the love of this church and for each other. And because of it, I think we're healthier now than we've been since Martha and I started going to this church 20 years ago. Before, Margie's looking at me with her eyebrows raised, (laughs) before she was born. Luther Ott was assigned to this parish and during an interim because His his job was to help us heal and resolve conflict. I'll never forget, Becky, you may remember, his last vestry meeting here, he came in, sat down, and said, my job here is done. You guys are ready for the next step. And he left us in good hands uh, with an interim rector. And then we started that search. And what a search it was. And I want you to think about Ben Robertson, when I read these traits, which we identified as the most important traits for our rector at the Chapel of Cross. Are you ready? (laughs) A positive attitude, personable, outgoing, energetic leader, deeply spiritual, accessible, relates to all age groups, a good speaker, engaging, sociable, and organized. (laughs) Yeah, what a blessing Ben has been for this church. He was exactly what we needed and is exactly what we needed for this exciting time at the chapel. If you don't know this man or Will, our, our great associate, if you don't know these guys, get to know them. They are wonderful people and they have the best interest of our church and our community at heart. We are so blessed, not just to have them, but to have an incredible staff. Courtney in the back, our youth director. She had no idea I was going to call her out. There she is. Dana is back there helping with the vote count. Uh, Julie and James and Janet. Uh, Janet's, I'm sure, down in the education center. We have a Oh, Michael. I'm sorry, Michael. Ben's not going to let me forget you. Michael, our very talented choir master. We have been blessed with an excellent staff. If you don't know them, get to know them. My desire for all of you is to get to know the chapel as Martha and I have. If you have an issue, take it to your senior warden. Take it to your vestry, but don't let it sit in your heart without expressing it. So much of what I found as the senior warden is that a lot of disagreement and conflict comes from lack of communication. Communication is so important. I promise you, if your feelings have been hurt or you're upset about something, it was not intentional. And we wanna work through that with you. So if you have a challenge or a disagreement, bring it to your vestry or bring it to our great staff and they'll help you. Now I need to talk about the capital campaign. A year ago at the vestry retreat, our vestry voted to do something that we have never done before, embark on an incredible capital campaign to build a new sanctuary so that we can have more people and outreach to more people uh, because we are in this great growing community. When we talked about it, I remember getting a phone call from Brian Martin uh, after the retreat. He said, Davis, Mallorice and I want to help you in any way possible, but we can't co-chair this capital campaign. I then looked at my wife, Martha, and she said, Davis, I want to help you any way that I can, but I'm not going to co-chair this capital (laughs) campaign. (laughs) I looked at Martha, and I looked at Brian and Mallory's, and all of them stepped up and co-chaired our capital campaign, which was a huge success. Thanks for their efforts. Not to embarrass you guys, but I just want to give you all a round of applause. That capital campaign was such a great challenge for us because who likes to ask people for money? If you will raise your hand, we will get your name written down, (laughs) and I'll come and talk to you after this meeting. It was such a great challenge, but what made it successful is that we all realized that we were in this together, that even though you're getting a call from me and I'm going to throw out some crazy number that I want you to contribute to the capital campaign, You knew where I was coming from and why I was coming to you. And it was really a grassroots effort. I can't even begin to name all of the people that were participating in that capital campaign that met with us weekly. And I think another reason that it was such a success is because we looked at it from a spiritual perspective. Cheryl led our spiritual committee to make sure that we were doing this for the right reason, not because of us, but a reason to promote uh, and spread God's word and God's gospel. Just some of the folks that were so instrumental in that campaign, the Files, Betty Ruth Fox, the Herons, the Hines, Paul McNeil, the Rainers, Dow and Cheryl Welch, the Wilcoxes, the Rays, the Barkers, the Browns, the Flowers, Dick Lawrence, the Meeks, Sloan McKellar, the Roberson's, the Williams, the Woodward's, Well, the list goes on and on and on. And that's really why it was because what made it such a successful campaign. During that readiness assessment, do you remember the first month we had what was called a readiness assessment? And our consultant put out information and asked for feedback to see if we were ready to embark on the capital campaign. The response from that consultant was never before has he been in a parish that was more ready to get this thing over with. (laughs) So we did it, and we got 111 pledges for a total of $3.3 million. What a blessing. So now that we've got the pledges, we've got a bank account with well over $400,000 already deposited in it to go toward this new sanctuary. Our next step, now that we know what our budget will be, is to determine the right schematic going forward. One of our the things that our um, consultant told us to do was shoot for the moon. And if you saw the sch- schematic, we were shooting for the moon. It was about an eight and a half million dollar project. Well, we didn't raise eight and a half million. And I had a legitimate question: since we raised three point three million, does this mean we're going to borrow five million? The answer is no. We've worked really hard in this parish to be financially healthy and we're gonna continue to do so. And we wanna, while we will take on debt for a bridge loan as we continue to take on, uh, people continue to make on their pledges, um, we're gonna try to minimize that the best that we can. So at this phase, what we're doing is looking at the design and determining what we can do for the budget that we have. So this is really gonna be a planning phase for the next 12 to 18 months. Once we make that decision, what we can do, Then it's going to be up for Chuck Barlow and his team, Jonathan Austin, who've done such a wonderful job designing uh, this new sanctuary, to start planning, drawing, and designing. So it'll be the construction drawing phase, which will really be a quiet phase for about 18 months. So just because you don't hear about the new sanctuary, know that there's a lot going on to reach that goal. So if you've got questions, ask your vestry. Say, ask me, but I'm going to be that guy in the back at the 11 o'clock service smiling. Don't ask me, I won't know. But ask your vestry members. Ask Molly Meeks, who's the new senior warden, and they'll give you that information. It is a true blessing to have been able to be a part of this capital campaign and this planning as we develop a new sanctuary. Now, in my wife's home church growing up, the rector's wife would sit in the back and start doing this when the rector talked too long. So I'm watching you tell me when I need to sit down.
3: Uh, (laughs) You said you're getting there.
1: Oh, close. Okay. The last thing I want to say is this. It takes a lot of loving people and loving hands to make this church run. Think about all the hours that just go into a single hour service on Sundays. Flowers in the church, the elements on the altar, the ushers, the acolytes, the vergers, our preachers, our music. So many people do that just for an hour. And that's not talking even about all the outreach ministry that we have at the church. What we do for each other, the Sunday school, uh, the outreach ministry, our young adults formation. Sorry, guys, I'm pointing at you because you're on the front row. Our young adults, our Sunday schools, our parish weekends our Chapel Brotherhood, our Seasoned Saints, and then there's even better committees like Finance, (laughs) Stewardship, all that really great stuff that people like to do. It takes a lot of people, and if you feel a calling to be a part of any of these committees or any of these groups, please stand up and raise your hand because we need you and we want you to be involved. Please don't wait to be asked because it just doesn't work that way. We need all of you. We need this great group, this great parish, this loving parish, to raise their hand and say, I can do this. So if you feel called to be a part of any committee or group, please raise your hand and let someone know, because I promise we need you. It has been a true blessing for the past two years to be a senior warden in this church, and it's going to be difficult to go and sit, but know that this doesn't mean that Martha and I are not going to be as involved. The great news for our youth is that we're still going to teach Sunday school. (laughs) (laughs) And if you guys want to feel good about the direction of this church, come to a youth Sunday school class. We have got some really special kids, and they've got special parents, which makes them so special, and it is a lot of fun. And they may be lobbying after this for a new Sunday school teacher. So if you feel called to do that, please do. Uh, I'll also continue to be an usher and uh, contribute in that way. But most of all, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for Will and Ben for all the support that you've given me and made this job so easy and made me look good, even in times when I shouldn't have looked that good. Thank you for the vestry and everyone who's volunteered in that regard. Thank you for those who have stood for Vestry today. Uh, it is a big deal to be a part of the Vestry. And I will tell you that I ran for Vestry three times before getting elected. And look at me now. <laughs> Thank you for all of you for your love and support of this place. Thank you for your sincerity and your, for your support of me and my family. We are excited about uh, a new future for this place. We're excited about the new sanctuary. Uh, and if you have any questions or you'd like to talk about anything that's happened over the last two years, Molly Meeks will be happy to
3: answer.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thanks, everyone.
4: Uh, John Woodward, junior warden. Um Davis is a tough, tough act to follow, um, as is Bill Buner, who was the previous junior warden um kind of mad at bill. he said everything was fixed when I started um, <laughs> he, that's how he got me to do it uh, anyway um so here we are uh we did have a good year we've had a lot of things happen, some good not some not so good uh we're moving forward um uh, down in the Ed building, the, you know, we have the PDO, the parents' day out. Um, they got their license this year, which is fantastic. Um, we had to do some work. We did some painting, um, some ceiling tiles, some new windows, and the biggest thing was probably a, um, a double sink in the uh, little kitchen area that they have down there. Um, that's so that they could get their license because you have to be able to wash a spoon on one side and rinse it on the other. So, we spent some money there um, and which was not so bad we uh, they got their license and are rolling along. Um, we still have a couple of crazy leaks in the uh, ed building there's one spot where only when it rains sideways from a certain angle, <laughs> but it does it every once in a while and it gets uh, it leaks down into one of the light fixtures in the classrooms and So, we're still trying to figure that out. We just hadn't been brave enough to come up here during a storm to watch, see what's happening. Um, So, that's that. The Ed building we did, uh, we painted, I mean, the EYC upstairs. Um, They've got a fresh coat of paint and a bunch of new stuff up there, which is really neat. Go check that out if you get the chance. Um, Y'all like it? Okay, that's a yes. Uh, Here in the Parish Hall, we fixed some new light fixtures here and there. Um, The video is working currently. Um, That's a good thing. Uh, So that's it. Out on the general grounds, um, we've had uh, the driveways. I know, I know, right there when you come in, the driveway needs a little fixing, and that'll be done. But we've had to do that several times, and every time it rains, we have to do it again. Um, So I try to hold out as long as possible until somebody says something. (laughs) Uh, But uh, we fixed the road through the cemetery. That was good. Um, We fixed the road all the way around to the Deweese house and back down to the road. Um, This parking lot back in the corner over here is uh, washing water better now. Um, So that's good. Uh, We are working on a campus-wide bug service so that um, we can, as you can see, there's a couple of cobwebs. Um, uh, We haven't had one in the past, but, you know, I don't know if the good Lord keeps the bugs out or what, but not not terrible, Uh, but we are working to fix that. Um, Our cleaning service, uh, you know, Sometimes they're great, sometimes not so great. We're reviewing that and trying to see what we're gonna do with that. Um, so the, the main thing is if you mess it up, clean it up. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, uh, burn piles out back, we, uh, the big three from last year from all the trees that had blown down in the storms, um, we had those hauled off and started new burn piles. Um, we have uh, got to burn it um, during the burning of the greens. That was very special. Uh, with hot chocolate and uh, cookies, thank you, Um, let's see, I know that these lights out here in the driveway are out, Um, we have called Entergy a couple of times, um, and they say we're on the docket, so I don't know where we are on the docket, I'm thinking down here, Um, but we're working on that, Uh, also Bear Creek down in that corner on the other side of our property there's a well, and they've had to work on that and some of their trucks ended up messing up our front out there on the road and they've come along and fixed that a little bit Um, that well i talked to the guy and he said it had moved 11 inches over the last 10 years so that shows you what kind of ground we've got um to be careful with uh there's also a historical marker down there that mdot thinks we're supposed to move it's not ours but (laughs) So there's a circle there. Um, But if we do, we're thinking about pulling it up here closer to the building so that when people do come in, they can read about it, which would be real nice. Um, Let's see. Uh, uh, Tree limbs. Anybody see any tree limbs down? The most beautiful oak that we have has a humongous limb that is falling over in the graveyard. It missed Betty Ruth's daddy's marker by this much. But it did miss it. Um, So we're thankful for that. Sad that that tree's got a big limb down. Um, I do have somebody coming to remove that. Uh, It's kind of a good deal that he is able to, he he actually sells firewood. Um, And so he stopped in my yard one day when I had a limb down and said, you want me to get rid of that for you? And I said, sure. And um, so it was a win for me because it didn't cost anything for us. And he got the wood. So he's happy and we were happy. Um, he's also done that with a big tree right up here in front of the Dewey's house, which was awesome. Um, he will be working on the one in the graveyard. Um, the Dewey's house, I love the Dewey's house. Um,
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> we're working on it. Uh, we've had, a, we've had an engineer come and look at it and it is fixable. Um, It also needs paint, um, uh, and the fix is a lot better. It's on pilings, and so it looks like we can just jack the building up and put shims underneath, maybe. Um, So that's kind of where that is. Uh, The paint, we've got one of three quotes that we're looking to get it painted Um, because it's in pretty bad shape. Uh, Let's see. Um, The Gator has gone for its annual checkup and has returned, thanks to Bill Buter. Um, Bill, I would like to thank Bill for everything he's done for me. Um, he is always willing to take on a project. He's out of town today, so I can't talk too good about him or too bad um, uh, But a uh, big thanks to Bill. He continues to be the junior junior warden um, uh, Let's see um, also, I'd like to thank uh, Brenda Fortenberry and Cheryl Welch um, For maintaining our wilderness area as they like to call it um, They get out there and prune all those bushes and make them look pretty and uh, Brenda Especially for taking for creating this rock garden that used to be just an ugly little where all everything washed, she has really made that look pretty. Right, right outside the parish hall, if you hadn't seen it, I'm sure you have. Uh, Thomas McBride, a, uh, a young fellow who's um, trying to get his Eagle Scout badge, and the Fry boys came out and went to the Stations of the Cross out here in the woods and have cleaned it up and built a new bench and done some really nice stuff, removing a lot of debris, which was nice. Um, so if you ever run into Thomas, thank him for that. Um, now, for the chapel. Under the advisement of our stonemason, who did a great job of cleaning all the headstones, um, and we have washed the church, and it's all pretty. The roof and the church and everything uh, looks better as far as cleanliness goes um, and the breathability of the bricks so I understand it Um, you'd have to talk to him about breathability of the bricks because I don't know that much Uh, but that's what he recommended and we did it and used some limestone mortar on the north side of the church to fix a lot of those cracks we're waiting on somebody to tell us about the this side of the church as to what we need to do as far as being able to either stabilize or lift or add more mortar or what we're going to do with this side of the church. Um, Waiting on that report back from another engineer. Um, Also, we will probably be getting some French drains uh, put in on this side to keep the water away. I don't know if you've looked in the back. It keeps, you know, what water does, it keeps going in. Um, Let's see, the big crack in the archway. Uh, I don't know if, did you put that picture on Facebook? Um, Troy, our man, climbed a ladder as tall as that, and... uh, Where it was coming separated, he was able to get up there and caulk in between there, so it looks pretty. Um, It did have stuff kind of dripping out of it, and several people mentioned, hey, what is that? Um,
3: (laughs) uh,
4: The uh, electrical wiring in the church, um, we're glad we still have a chapel. Um, uh, Troy was able to get up underneath it, and um, after leaving a couple of boards, I don't know who was here for the 7.30 service when it popped, um, but it popped real loud, and that was a breaker box under there that could have... um, That's that's my technical term. Uh, uh, Anyway, we've rewired it, so now that we have dimmers on the lights that work, we have uh, the fans work separately, so you don't dim the lights and dim the fan, and he falls out. um, uh, Or the choir. uh, And... So, very happy that that has been done. The light in the North next does work now, um, which uh, was out for a while, and we had a real hard time figuring out what the heck was going on. It all relates back to that junction box, and so happy with that. Um, we have hot water in the chapel again, in the uh, little sink, um, and it's really hot. I don't know if you ever push that button, but it's like instant hot, and it's, uh, don't stick your finger under there. Um, uh, we... Um uh, i don't know how to say it um we asked some wasps to leave politely, and um about a million of them did um uh, so we had to do that a couple of times. Our own senior warden was the victim of the most recent sting, and uh uh so anyway, we're trying to keep a keep the keep the wasp from visiting um at least that kind of wasp um I wondered who would get that. <laughs> Uh, a big thing is the uh, flooring. Y'all know the nice pretty mat that's up there where you step <laughs> up on the chancel area? Uh, that is going away. Um, uh, thanks to uh, several people, uh, two included would be Cheryl Wilson and Shirley Abney. Um, Cheryl has procured us some new wood to go underneath where it is so, well, you just call it a heel catcher um, because there are several little ruts in the wood where you can catch your heel and fall down, and we don't want that. Um we have a beautiful new runner, which is going to go over the top of that beautiful wood. The whole chancel area will be um, redone, refinished. Uh, it'll look real pretty. So be sure that's going to take place next month. That's the story, and we're sticking to it. Uh, okay. And so I think I saw one you go back and make. Credit where credit is due. Thank you, Sloan. Thank you, Shirley. Thank you, Cheryl. Um, uh, so awesome stuff going on there. Um, Alistair Rowe. He's not here. I can see his head. Um, last week, he was kind enough to uh, come up and he has washed the windows in the chapel um, just because he wanted to. Uh, so those are the kind of things that we're looking for out of you people. Uh, so <laughs> Spontaneous cleaning. Spontaneous cleaning. Um, I've got it. Uh, so thank Alistair when you see him. Um, you know, I started off last year with squirrels and skunks, um, and they turned out to be Methodists. So they... <laughs> anyway, um, I think that's about all I've got. Has anybody got questions? Um, has seen anything else I need to know? Um, well, thank you very much.
2: Thank you. John. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, on the financial report, the good news is Al Doty, former senior warden, told me in three minutes he was going to come up here and get me, so we're going to be quick. Uh, Al is a wise man. Uh, okay, so uh, talking about last year's actual results, if you recall at the uh, meeting last year, I think you were informed that the vestry had uh, proposed a budget that uh, called for a 35 dollars $36,000 deficit. Uh, as the year turned out, uh, collections revenue was, was higher than expected. Expenses were lower than expected. So the chapel finished the year 2016 with about a $28,000 profit, if that's the right word. So that's a $65,000 turnaround. Shows you what accounting can do for you. Okay, I'll leave my name and number right up here. Um, so, so that's all I'm going to tell you about 2016, except to say that that budgeted—I mean, I'm sorry—actual income was about twenty-five thousand dollars over budget. So that's a good, good thing. Expenses were about forty thousand dollars under budget. That's another good thing. So there's where your sixty-five thousand dollar turnaround came from. Uh, the 2017 budget, uh, as a result of the great stewardship campaign that we had, the uh, Vestry decided to go ahead and increase the budgeted pledge income by, 100, by about $100,000 over and above last year. Had a great response, uh, and so that is going to enable the chapel to do a lot of things that basically hadn't been, should have been doing maybe, but hasn't been able to do in the past. Uh, So, as you can imagine, when you have an increase in income on a budget, you're going to have an increase in uh, expenses. The budget uh, this year is uh, calling for a $26,000 deficit. Uh, I'm not going to go into the details. Anybody who wants a copy of actual, I've got a schedule, actual 2016 budget, actual 2016 Income and expense items and the actual 2017 budget. It's all in one document. If you if you want to get a copy of it, Dana has got uh, see Dana. She's she's got them. She'll print them. I just didn't want to print one for everyone. But uh, we're looking forward to to basically a continued healthy trend that that, that the chapel has been experiencing for the past few years. Uh, I know Scott, our former treasurer, set up and sweated bullets for years uh, uh, because things were not going swimmingly but apparently he hit the whip and you responded and we've had a great year and looking forward to another one. That's it. How'd I do, Al?
0: Okay, so I will uh, be brief, but uh, I'd have a few things to say uh, as the rector uh whenever I s- compose an annual address, I always think of one word to sort of focus on um, a word that has been a theme or something that has reoccurred over this past year. And for me personally and for me professionally, the, the word that I am really overwhelmed with is thankful. I am thankful for all that has happened here at the Chapel of the Cross this past year. I am really thankful for the vestry. Um, for their leadership, for their, uh, being, uh, servants. Um, when I read that parish profile, uh, what is now a couple years ago, and read, uh, that carefully worded statement about conflict at the chapel, you know, I was glad to be informed, uh, as a candidate. Uh, but as I have lived with you, uh, and in my experience of, uh, other parishes in the Episcopal Church, you all are great. (laughs) Uh, You know, uh, I've seen some some doozies and and you are a really healthy, vibrant congregation and I'm very thankful for that. I am (laughs) thankful. I am very thankful for all you who have given, all that you have given to our uh, capital campaign this year and to our annual campaign. Uh, I am so thankful for your generosity. Uh, that, is, that is a sacred trust. And know that your vestry and your staff uh, hold that as such and will take care of what you have given with, a, with diligence and care. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so thankful to work for this, with this staff. Uh, it is a great group of people. They are professionals, they are competent, They are funny. Um, It is great to come to work at the chapel, and so uh, thank you all of you so very, very much. I am thankful for our growth. We have seen a lot of growth here at the chapel, not only in average Sunday attendance, uh, but also in membership. In the past year, we have increased by 10%. um, And that is something to be proud of, and that is something to be thankful for. And a big segment, of where we are growing is families with children. Um, And they are coming to the chapel not only because it is uh, perhaps close to home or because of our, our beauty, but because of our children's ministries, of our catechesis of the Good Shepherd program, of our dedicated catechists, and for all of our children's ministries. And so the vestry made a decision this year to make a further investment in those children's ministries. And I'm thrilled to announce that the the position of director of uh, children's ministry is now a full-time position. Uh, And Janet King will be that person. And she is... (laughs) Not that I'm biased as as a dad, but these are our most precious resource. And it is our job to raise them uh, to love the church and to know the love of God and to be the hands of Christ in the world, so um, we are making that investment in them and in our families and supporting our moms and dads, and so I'm very thankful for that. I'm thankful for all of the ministries that go on here uh, through um, our Daily Bread, which we'll talk about a little bit later, uh, as well as, uh, for instance, Stew Pot, which is serving today down at, um, and so all of the ways that we reach out into the world Uh, to help uh, those in need, uh, to help in the broken places. I'm very thankful for that. I'm also very thankful, and I know that a big reason for all of this growth that we are seeing is this man right here. Um, You have been a blessing to this parish. Um, You are an excellent preacher and pastor and friend. Um, And it is my goal as the rector to keep you here as long as humanly possible. <laughs> the title of Curate um, is sort of a, like an, an apprenticeship. There's a, a, a mentoring there, um, but I believe that that uh, relationship is evolving to more of a partner in crime and a colleague uh, and so I am happy uh, to announce, uh, Will Compton, uh, that you have been promoted to associate rector. I'm very thankful for that woman sitting right there in the aisle. She's a great support to me. Hears all of my stuff, gives me a call and tells me to come home and play with my babies. Um, Ellen, I'm so thankful for you. And I know Will would say the same thing to Sarah. Thank you. And finally, I'm very thankful for all of you. our growth here at the chapel in this past year is, uh, is there are many factors in that. One is our community is growing, uh, neighborhoods are being built and expanded upon all around us, uh, but also you are a friendly bunch of people. Time and time again when I meet with newcomers, they talk about how nice you were and how when you came to church, you, they were welcomed, uh, but in a very Episcopal way. Uh, and, um, and those who are new have been able to plug in and into ministries that they've wanted to plug into. Um, you know, not, not to be too self-congratulatory, but some congregations have to be trained to be welcoming and you just are. And so I'm thankful for that. Um, and so in, in thankfulness for you, uh, Julie, uh, our communications person had put together a little slideshow. That I want to, I would like to show of this sort of all that we have to be thankful for uh, in this past year. I'm so thankful for this place. Um, we will continue. Uh, I hope and pray uh, to grow uh, in this next year. Um, And the staff, and Will and I will work very hard through through everything from social media to just pounding the pavement to continue to grow this congregation. But I will leave you with this one thing. Uh, Study after study in the church shows that the best way to grow a church is personal invitation from one person to another. And we are working this year on tools to equip you to be evangelists, and sometimes us Episcopalians, we're not very good at the E word, um, but this is a great place to be, uh, and I am so thankful to be part of it and to serve it, and so uh, spread the good news uh, of Christ uh, and uh, his presence at the Chapel of the Cross. Uh, I'm thankful uh, for our ministry together.